Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. Hey everyone, welcome to Commonwealth Conversations, Everyday Minutemen Stories, brought to you by the Massachusetts Collective. I'm your host, Nathan Strauss, and today's guest is a legend, Coach Cal's first recruit at UMass, someone who is back right now in New England for the first time in a long time. It is the legendary John Tate. Thank you so much for hopping on, and uh, I hope you're staying warm right now. I know it's a, a little bit colder than you're used to. I'm trying, Nathan. Thanks for having me. I really, I really appreciate it. It's, it's cold outside, but I'm uh, enjoying myself so far. I've been back a couple hours. Looking forward to uh, a great game tomorrow, a great event post game, and it, it's all. It, it feels like home when I'm back in the area, so it's, it's good to be here. Obviously, this place was your home uh, at one point in time. You're known for being, you know, the one of the earliest Coach Cal recruits. How did you get to UMass from where you grew up outside of Pittsburgh? Um, just, you know, luck, I, I think more than anything, you know, I, I, for me, it was important that I played right away. Um, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't start playing basketball full time until I was in ninth grade. And when things kind of transitioned and recruiting started and I was looking at opportunities, the most important thing for me was, listen, man, you're not going to be an NBA guy, right? You've got 120 games and you want to play in all of them. And, you know, when the opportunities came, uh, you know, UMass was a was, was just a, a fit that I thought hey, I can go and I can contribute right away. I could win, which was important. And then, you know, on top of that, get a great education. So it was kind of, a, a you know, a perfect storm for me. Was able to do all three of those things um, in my in, in my time at UMass. And, and I, I couldn't be happier as I look back on it. What was the recruiting process like? back in back in that day and and what was the pitch aside from you know you wanted to find that spot for your 120 games it 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 was a lot different than it is now right no nil no you know no first class travel it was really about the opportunity to play the focus of the focus was then really on on the opportunity to play um get a great education the 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 probably the tipping point for me was i could go back home and play you know, two, three times a year, right? Because, you know, you you look if you think of the Atlantic 10 in those days, you had West Virginia, you had Duquesne, 
Um, you know, West Virginia is 45, 50 minutes from my house. Duquesne's 10 minutes from my house. You have Penn State, which is two hours, two and a half hours from home. And then even, you know, you go to GW at that point in time, which was, you know, three and a half, four hours from home. And then St. Bonaventure, which which was three hours from home, but it was hard to get people to come visit Olean, New York in, in January, <laughs> February. So that, that was always a tough sell. But, you know, it was for me, you know, getting, you know, 15, 20, 15, 18 home games in Amherst, right? at the cage and I was getting another six or eight, you know, five, six home games, quote unquote, on the road when we, when I get a chance to play in front of family and friends. So there was, there was really no downside to it for me. It's still, by the way, hard to get people to come to Ole in New York, no matter what time. As it should it be. As it's, it should be. <laughs> even for you in Western Pennsylvania, it's got to be one of the least accessible places out there. I think the closest airport is in Bradford, Pennsylvania. And it's like an hour and a half drive from like a small regional airport. It's still tough. Yeah. So, we would fly in from, you know, from 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 Bradley, obviously from Hartford, and we we would fly into uh, Buffalo, and it would be an hour and a half, two hour ride, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time, and I'm getting old, so you got to forgive me. But I want to say it was an hour and a half, maybe two hour. You know I me mean, from from Buffalo to Olean, and it was always a weather issue. You know, I played in, I played at, you know, St. Bonaventure four times, obviously once a year. And every time it was either a weather issue landing, you know, coming in, trying to get from Buffalo to Olean or trying to get out of Olean to Buffalo or getting from Buffalo, you know, getting a flight and getting the flights out on time because of weather every time. And it was just, you know, not, it was probably my, of all the road trips, my least favorite, and I can then understand why you know family and friends decided that was a, that would be a even though they were fairly we were fairly close that would be a road trip that they would skip out on. Everyone knows, I think everyone has an image in their head of Coach Cal at this point, both from his time at UMass and obviously what he has done, you know, since UMass. But in year one of the Cal era. What was he like as a coach who was, you know, trying to prove himself, I guess, on this stage? He was, you know, a lot more intense. Um, not that he's, you know, just, just a lot more intense. He and I have had this conversation. Um, you know, he, you know, was a lot more in your face. He he coached and he coached and challenged us every dribble, every possession, you know, because he had something to prove, right? He was 29 years old. And, you know, we had something to prove in terms of, you know, trying to make a name for ourselves, both, you know, in the Atlantic 10 on on the national scene. So, you know, I don't think we understood, at least I know we didn't, as as 18, 19-year-olds, where he was trying to get us. Um, But, you know, he and I have had those conversations, right? He came back um, when I was long graduated. uh, UMass comes in to play. Pitt and Duquesne are number one in the country. And I, I go down to a practice and he's not yelling, he's not screaming. And I, I looked at him and I said, boy, have you changed? And he said, you know, when you recruit a different type of player now, um, number one in the country, he's getting, you know, McDonald's All-Americans. You know what I mean? And though they He coached them different than he did people like myself uh, who needed to be, be quite honest, we needed to be pushed all the time. To, you know, to, to, to reach my maximum potential as a player. Um, you know, in addition, I think, you know, more importantly, as I said here as a 54-year-old, right, 
it was the life lessons he taught us and me um, about accountability, about mental toughness, about, you know, honoring your word, uh, about being a great teammate, um, about unselfishness, things that, you know, as again, as an 18 and 19 year old, you don't um, understand. It kind of echoes, yeah, 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 I got to be accountable. Yeah, 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 I got to be a good teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, I think it always goes back to what's in it for me. When I get into the corporate world, you know, all of those lessons sprung out for me and I was able to, I was able to parlay those things in success in corporate America because of those direct, not those direct lessons he taught me, you know, on the, on the basketball floor that I didn't know, you know, as an, again, as an 18, 19, 20 year old, I would be able to refer to as a 30 year old to help me reach success in that realm. So, you know, he, you know, I've learned probably more from him than any man, you know, any, any male role model that I've had in my life. And I, that it's a relationship that I value, you know, as much as I, as much as any, because of, because of those things, you know, he, it's not one that I, you know, I, I reach out to him and bother him. You know, he, he's got things, he's got a family, he's got a big time career. I've got, you know, a family, I've got a career, I've got things going on. So, you know, we talk once, maybe twice a year. Um, I bump into him in Vegas a lot. At, at, at boxing matches, he's a big fight fan, as am I. So, you know, when I go to Vegas for a fight, I always call him to see if he's there. If he is, we'll get together. But, you know, it's just those, those life lessons. It, it, it's it's what, what I look back, had a great career on the floor, wouldn't trade it for anything, won a lot of games. But, you know, when the ball stops bouncing, which it does for everybody, it, it's those life lessons that have, uh, have, have, you know, have carried me the furthest. You know, obviously you have become, you know, a very prolific coach. A couple of years ago, you were named one of the top 100 most influential people um, in women's basketball, which is an incredible accomplishment. Um, and your Western Pennsylvania Bruins team has produced not only a ton of players notable nationally, but I remember McKenna White, who was a UMass player on the women's side for the last couple of years, another Western PA Bruins um, Des- Desiree, Ol- Desiree Oliver as well. Yep. Desiree uh, was, yeah. 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 Yep. So, yep. so yeah, it's been, it's, it's been, um, you know, I, I love the game. You know, I, there's no, you know, I, I can't remember a day in my life when, when basketball wasn't a part of it. And so in, in, in basketball, that, you know, that, 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 that little round ball, 28 and a half inches, right. Transformed my life. Because I because I was I was pretty good at it, and you know the relationships, the experiences that I've gotten because of that round ball, I always feel an obligation to pay that back to the game, um, because my life could have been a lot different. You know what I mean? Had that had had I not been walking down the street when we moved neighborhoods, and and my buddy Ray Smith, who's passed away now, he was shooting basketball by himself in his driveway. First time I ever touched a basketball. Um, and fell in love with the game and, and, you know, it, 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 that, that moment transformed my life and, you know, I love the game. It's, it's, it, it, you know, no matter what I try to pour back into the game, it'll never be, uh, I'll never be even for what the game has given me. And so, you know, the young ladies that come through my program, the young ladies that I coach, my, my consistent line to them all is if you have half the career I've had, you've had a hell of a career. If you um, 
And no matter what you give to the game, the game will give you back tenfold if you don't cheat it. You know, uh, and I think that's why I love basketball so much. I'm, I'm a football fan. I'm a baseball fan. You know, there's just very few sports I don't watch and enjoy. But, you know, I think all those other sports, all those other team sports anyway, you can hide. You you can be a bad offensive lineman and, 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 and a and, and or or a bad defensive lineman and, and a coach can hide you. You can be a, a terrible right fielder or and you, they DH you. But in basketball, either you can play or you can't. And either you're given a hundred percent effort all the time or you're not. And because of how the game is played, it's clear to everybody. And I just think because of that the game is so fair and it's so true and it's so replicate of what life is in terms of again the things that Kale taught us about accountability about unselfishness about effort and focus they show up all the time on the basketball floor just like they do in life and that's why I love the game so much what do you miss most about playing um the the locker room actually you know I got arthritis in, in my right knee I got arthritis in my left hip I don't miss going up and down the floor at all anymore. I don't miss, you know, banging under the boards for rebounds and, and diving on the floor for loose balls. I don't miss that aspect of the game at all anymore. But I miss the locker room. I miss my teammates. There's a there's relationships that develop amongst, you know, not everybody, because there's 12 people in, in, on the team, 15 sometimes. And so there's different teams. You know, there's, there's different dynamics and things. But, you know, you'll have – Everybody will have four or five other teammates that are just super close with, right? And I, I, you know, and to this day, Harper, Jimmy, Will, you know, those are my guys. They were my guys, you know, 35 years ago. They're they're my guys today. I, I tease Harper all the time. When he calls me, I have to make a decision. Do I have an hour to give Harper Williams at this <laughs> point in time? Because when he calls, it's never going to be a five or 10 minute conversation. It's going to be, do I have, it's going to be an hour. And do I have an hour right now to give him? Um, because that's the relationship we have. So that that's an easy question for me, Nathan. It's, it's the locker room. It's the relationships. You know, there's no, you know, other, other than family, right? There's nobody that you're ever spend more time with um, on a, in an intimate setting than, than, than people, again, not football with 53 people in a locker room. Not baseball with 27, but basketball, 10, 12, 15 people in a locker room, day in, day out for 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 eight, nine months for four years. There's no secrets in a locker room. Um, there's no nothing's off limits in a locker room. And so you you the, the, those relationships that build with those who are your, who, who become closest to you, they live, they live on for um, you know, uh you know, for, for a lifetime. You mentioned, obviously, you know, the game has changed as far as recruiting goes and, and NIL now. But we ask everyone this question. If you could have an NIL deal or if you could have had yes. an NIL deal back yes. in the day, what would you what what company, what business would you have wanted to uh, to rep you? Bruno's Pizza. I was a big Bruno's Pizza guy. when I, I mean, I ordered Bruno's Pizza. Me and Will Herndon, we live next door to each other on campus. And we would order Bruno's pizza literally five or six nights a week. And it got to the point we would just call and, and I'd say, hey, this is John. 
and they'd say, hey, man, is Will with you? Okay, the order's on its way. Didn't have to put it. I got the same thing every time, and so did he. And they just knew, and, you know, that was the, you know, that was my uh, my favorite food in the area. And so that would be, you know, we 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 talked, we've laughed about this in the interim, but we the money I spent there, I could have I could have started my own franchise. I love Bruno's. Uh, I actually yesterday for dinner had two slices of their uh, sausage and caramelized onion pizza. It's it's my my probably my favorite pizza place in the area. So I'm I will be there right tonight. There you. I will be there tonight. Haven't had it in. What's the, what's back, what's the order though? What's the order though? That's what we a, have to know. Uh, uh, it's a uh, chicken grinder, lettuce, tomato, pickle, spicy relish. Never changes. Never. And listen, I haven't ordered that in 25, 35 years. But I can tell you what it is, and I haven't had it. We we had, we came back for Kale's Hall of Fame uh, thing. Somebody ordered some pizza from there, which I, I I like their pizza too. Don't get me wrong, but I was a grinder fan. Um, uh, that that was my go-to meal there, and so I'm gonna have one tonight. I'm looking forward to it on your behalf. Uh, Thank you. You. Know, you obviously played with a lot of really talented guys, and there were also obviously a ton of talented guys who followed, you know, in your footsteps in the next couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. But is there a particular guy who you used to go up against in practice who either made you better or who you really um, sort of miss going up against on the court? So yeah, so you know. Jimmy McCoy, right, who I, I've known my whole life. We grew up together in Pittsburgh. What he could do physically, you know, on the offensive end of the basketball floor is, you know, unmatched. His record at UMass will never be broken. Um, anybody that's good enough to to break it won't stay for four years in college, right? So that that record is going to stand um, for for a hundred years. Would be would be my guess because it's just the way. Uh, of the politics and landscape of college sports, somebody that could that would have to be on the pace to do that is going to be a pro sooner rather than later. So you go get the money, and you can't blame them for that. The person that I could that I probably hated and loved competing against the most in college because he just never stopped would be Harper Williams. You know, six seven long arms, just worked really hard. You know, could, you know had a, had a similar competitive um, nature to me. But, you know, even though I was two years older than him, he wouldn't give me an inch. And because I was two years older than him, I always wanted to make, you know, try to treat him a certain way. I'm bigger, stronger. So, you know, you're going to have to step back and bow down a little bit. He didn't want to give me that. So, you know, we we, we fought and competed, um, you know, day in, day out, played similar positions. And so those would be the two as I think back, you know, Hoping we play, we scrimmage. Jim will be on my team because I knew we would get buckets. And then dreading having to go up against Harper and, and drills and things like that because neither one of us were going to give an inch. I love that. I love that. Uh, the other question that we ask everyone along with the NIL one is, if you could have any player in UMass history take a potential game-winning shot, say you're the coach, your team is down mm -hmm. one, you can throw anyone mm -hmm. in there, what player do but, you want with a rush? Well, that's easy. I never played with him, although I was his host on his camp on his on his official visit, Mikey, Mike Williams. I mean, Mike Mike made so many big shots throughout his career. You know, you, when they were down one or two, all you just all you wanted was to have the ball last because you knew he'd make the shot. Um, so that that would be easy for me. A close second though was my roommate, would be my roommate as freshman and sophomore is Rayford Giles. Rayford made a lot of big shots and 
you know, I, I think one of the things, you know, with time and the way the game has changed, he, I don't think Rayford gets the credit he deserves as being a really, really, really good player at UMass and transformational in terms of helping turn the program around from, you know, where it was when we came in to where we left it. You know, there was nobody, nobody had, as big, had a bigger impact on that than Rayford. That's a, those are two great answers. Uh, and uh, I certainly think with your coaching experience, you probably draw something up pretty good for them. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Is there anything else that you've missed about this area that we didn't touch on already between Bruno's and the weather and, you know, just the feeling of Amherst in general? The, 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 the people, man, I, you know, when I think back, you know, I, I really, you know, coming from Pittsburgh, you know, as a 17 year old, I didn't know what to expect in terms of, you know, leaving home and, and, you know, and moving to, to Amherst, Massachusetts, but the, you know, the people, you know, out really, really nice. You know I mean, welcoming, um, huge fan support. Uh, you know, we, we talk about memories, man. And I never, you know, I graduated the year before Mullins opened. So I actually never played a game in the Mullins, but I, you know, not to be self-serving, wouldn't trade the Mullins for 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 uh for for the for the cage. You know, you get four thousand people on top of you, um, screaming and yelling. That was the the energy that that place had. And and I know money and modernization requires, you know, schools to build bigger and better. I, and I so I understand that. But the energy that the that the that the cage had was, you know, it, it, just thinking about it right now gives me chills. It, it was a great, great environment. The, the fans were great. You know, you, you go through town, you, you meet people, um, uh, you know, in the community. They were great. So if it's anything that, you know, I'm looking forward to um, this weekend, it, it, it's, it's seeing some, you know, seeing some people um, that I haven't seen in a long time. And because because they were just all, for, for a kid, again, coming from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, welcome me with open arms. And I, I don't think they'll ever know how much it meant to me. Well, it's certainly great to have you back, and uh, I'm certainly looking forward to hopefully catching you at some point in the near future, whether it be in Amherst or at Duquesne, maybe, but certainly not, uh, certainly not St. Bonaventure. Definitely um, won't, definitely <laughs> won't be in all the Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, John. Uh, if people wanted to get in touch with you, um, what would be the best way, or to reach out to you, what would be the best way to do that? Uh, tw Twitter. Uh, I'm, I, I, it's at the at symbol uh, T is in Tango, W I S is in Sam, M is in Mary four four. Uh, that's how the the the, uh, the the Mass Collective guys got in touch with me, and uh, how we started this process of getting you know some of us up to this game this weekend. So. Um, you know, that, that's probably the easiest way. I'm looking forward. I, I'm hoping everybody comes. We get a nice crowd out tomorrow uh, for the game and then at, at the, at the post-game event because we're all really looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for hopping on. Uh, as always, a reminder to check out the Mass Collective on social media, to donate, to join the collective, and to uh, come to the events and the games, of course. And as always, go UMass. We'll talk to go you UMass. next time. Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. 
they understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.